I want to ask Mark Levy, before we get into the NRL, whether he believes in the, the elephant in the room, the mental hurdle of sports when you haven't beaten a team for quite a while. Mark Levy, part of the 2GB continuous call team, will hear them tonight for the first of the finals. And what a match it is between Penrith and Parramatta. But Mark Levy, good morning. Morning, gents. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. And thank you for your time as always. Do, do you believe in that mental hurdle being too much to overcome for teams? Because New Zealand just can't beat Australia when it comes to the crunch in cricket, yet Australia in rugby union can't beat the All Blacks. And there's other, I guess, examples in sport of teams not being able to get over that mental hurdle with a team they haven't beaten for a while. Well, I suppose we have to believe it when the, the statistics and the, you know, the, the facts and figures speak for themselves. Having said all of that, and Clarky can probably attest to this, when another team's got the wood on you, you're desperately trying to go out there and beat them. So... Um, you know, all of the different athletes I've interviewed over the years, you know, you talk to them about the mental struggles of beating teams that have the wood on you. And if anything, they've always said that, well, that just spurs you on to play even better. But sometimes the results don't come your way. But anyway, you can take that as you, as you will. But um, that's the part of the, the gamesmanship and the, 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 the sport that we love. Sometimes you, you win, sometimes you lose, and sometimes you just can't get the better of the teams that, that have got the wood on you. So New Zealand's one of those. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. And sometimes you focus on them too much instead of about yourself, so that's the problem. Hey, what about the Panther, Panthers and the Eels tonight? Starts the finals. Um, should be a beauty. Nathan Cleary, can he just come back and start where he finished? He's been out for five weeks. Well, the scary thing that he said this week is the fact that what he has done over the last five weeks is try to evolve his game. And I've heard a few people this week suggest that oh, he might be a bit rusty, hasn't had any game time. But he's, he's trained with the team in every session. If anything, he'll probably he'll pick up where he left off. So I, I don't hold any worries about cohesion and all that sort of thing. I, I think he'll just slot back into that team and if if not give them the edge that they probably need to get over the Parramatta Eels. Um, so Nathan Cleary's return is huge. It's a shame. Uh, it's a bit of a wet day in Sydney and there's not a lot of cover at, uh, at Bluebed Stadium out there at Penrith. So um, I, I know we'll still have 22,000 people, a capacity crowd, but... Uh, let's just hope this rain clears up over the coming hours as we lead up the kickoff. Uh, and then Parramatta Eels, well, I mean, you talk about teams that have the wood on others. Well, Parramatta's beaten Penrith twice mm. this year already. So they're looking to win three in a row against the Panthers for the first time ever in the club's history. So I'm going to tip the home side. I think they just have the class and the fact that Cleary's back at home, I think they might be a bit too strong, but it's going to be a great way to start the final. Now, Mark, the, the experts really break down the, every every position, every matchup when it's a final. But in those two games, what did Parramatta do to dismantle the Panthers, who've looked unbeatable at different times this year? Well, the thing about Parramatta this year is that when they come up against the good teams, they inevitably play well. And one of the criticisms of Parramatta this year has been, well, when you go out against a team that you're expected to win, you play like busted and you get beat. So, if anything, when they come up against the classy opposition, it brings the best out in them. So, um, I've read a few reports this morning suggesting that they need to adopt the blueprint and the game plan that's similar to what Queensland used to beat New South Wales, given that a lot of those players uh, did come from that Blues side in State of Origin. But I, I think Brad Arthur and the Eels have certainly got a game plan and a team that's capable of beating the Panthers. That's been evident already this year twice so I think it's going to be a really tight game of football, it wouldn't surprise me if Parramatta spring the upset but I, I just think I just think Penrith uh, in a big game, they've got the experience having played in the last couple of final series winning the comp last year, I think they've got the edge when it comes to, to that sort of thing and the factor of being able to play finals and go to another level which is what all of these eight teams are going to need to do 
over the course of the weekend. Um, the Raiders on a four-game winning streak, um, but they've probably beaten sides that are out, outside the eight. Uh, are they going to be a danger to the storm down there in Melbourne, which is a, it's a big thing, home ground? I've, I've tipped the green machine to win this one. I, I think this is going to be the upset of the weekend. I, I think the Raiders take plenty of momentum into the finals, and they come up against the Melbourne Storm side that's missing a few players. Uh, Jerome Hughes, thankfully for them, has been named in the side at number seven, but he carries a calf uh, injury into the match, so he's going to be wounded. Um, and, you know, they're missing the likes of Brian Pappenhausen and a few others. So um, I, I think this is an opportunity for Canberra to win it. And you talk about some of the great rivalries and um, derbies and everything else. Um, Canberra's nearest rival is the Melbourne Storm. So it'll be a great game of footy as well. In fact, all four games this weekend are going to be absolute beauties. But I think this is probably the game of the weekend that, uh, that might be the upset. The Raiders beating the Storm. What about the Sharks and the Cowboys? Cronulla a great year, and I don't reckon anyone had North Queensland as a top four team. Uh, really good battle this one and, and surely in this particular game the home ground advantage like the Storm Raiders has to count for something doesn't it? Yeah it does and they've got they've got an unenviable record at home this year they're, they're pretty much unbeatable and I, I think they've won 11 of their last 12 games or something leading into the final so you talk about momentum in any sport it's a big thing so the Sharks have got that on their side the other thing they've got on their side is the return of about $2 million worth of talent Dale Finucane, Toby Rudolph, Connor Tracy, Will Kennedy, the fullback, the list goes on. So uh, they've got a great team on paper, and for the Cowboys, a couple of uh, their players coming back to the Shire where they won a comp in 2016 in Chad Townsend and Valentine Holmes. I think the Sharks, given their record at home and the fact that they're back at full strength, I think Cronulla will book themselves a place in the uh, preliminary finals. Uh, the last one is the Roosters, the Rabbitohs. The Roosters are sort of built into these finals, um, but the loss of Joey Manu, what, what's that do to their chances? Oh, it's huge. He's, he's one of the superstars of our game, and if you've watched his performances this year, he's been one of the best for the Roosters. Um, having said all of that, I mean, a lot of people are making a big song and dance about the fact that the Chooks beat the Rabbitohs last Friday uh, in the very first game played at Allianz Stadium. But I think a lot of people are discounting the fact that the Rabbitohs were missing a number of players. There was no Damien Cook. And we lost Cameron Murray. And I say we because I'm a Rabbitohs supporter. We lost Cameron Murray in the second tackle of the game. Murray's back. Cook's back. Um, Campbell Graham's back. So they're all back at full strength, the Rabbitohs. And I just think they may have lulled the Roosters into a false sense of security last week. I think the Rabbitohs might win this one and might win it comfortably. Um, and the other stories over in the Eastern States this week has been Latrell Mitchell. He wasn't happy with the boos that he got from the Roosters supporters and he attempted to compare it to what Adam Goods copped in the AFL for the Sydney Swans. But this is a bit different. I mean, we all know what happened with Adam Goods and the racial uh, vilification that he copped from supporters over the fence, whereas all Latrell Mitchell's copping is boos because he left the Roosters and he put that hit on that fractured the cheekbone of Joey Manu leading up to the finals last year. So... There's still a bit of bad blood between these two clubs and there has been since 1908. It's going to be a beauty on Sunday at Allianz Stadium. I cannot wait. Oh, what a rivalry. And we'll see another chapter played out uh, on Sunday. Uh, Sydney, you mentioned Adam Good's name there. Uh, the Sydney Swans are in the preliminary final. They'll play the winner of Collingwood and Fremantle tomorrow night. Be a sellout, no doubt about that. Uh, there's got to be some talk in New South Wales about the Sydney Swans, Mark, with their deeds of late. Oh, there is, and there's been a few re-signings this week too, which is always some good news for the club to celebrate and everything else. So they've been making they've been making a bit of news and plenty of news. But but the thing that I, I keep reminding everybody when I speak to you know radio stations across the country when they ask about the Swans, have a look at the crowds that they've had this year: forty four thousand for one of their last games at the SCG, 
They've got plenty of support in the Harbour City. Don't you worry about that. So if they go all the way through to the grand final, there'll be plenty of people on planes, if not driving to Melbourne, to support the Swans in the, at the MCG on the big day in September. So uh, they've got plenty of support, the Swans. Yeah, OK, they might not be on the front page of the newspapers in Sydney, but don't you worry, there's still Swans jerseys getting around and plenty of people talking up of going all the way and knocking off whoever they've got to beat to to lift that Premiership trophy in September. Yeah, you mentioned the support in Sydney. Well, even more in Melbourne with the old South Melbourne link there. So plenty of support uh, on all points of the compass for the Sydney Swans. Uh, Mark, thanks for your time this morning. Always nice to chat to you and looking forward to seeing the first week of NRL finals and good luck with the call on the continuous call team. Thanks, boys. Talk soon. Mark Levy joining us from the 2GB continuous call team. He's sort of the skipper. He oversees it all. He's the man driving the... uh, the broadcast, he hands over to David Morrow and uh, the team, Mark Piggy Riddell amongst others, so and make sure you have a listen tonight to that first final. Parramatta away to Penrith.